It is a shock. Here I am standing here, but I am over there, too. Across the street, another me. I look at her a long time. I don't understand my feelings. I don't think I could like a person of the kind she must be. But the more I look at her, the more I want to touch her, to speak to her. I want her to see me, too. I want us to walk up close to each other and yell and scream and laugh and get to know each other. It is all wrong, this being apart all our lives. We should have been together to fight, to play. I have missed her. I have heard her voice in my dreams. So this is when she knows that who this is. This is towards the middle of the book when it switches sisters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because she. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I. I like the book a lot more if it's like a, a just a, a horror book and like where you see someone else that looks I just honestly, like you, like a doppelganger. Yeah. 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 Or if it had been like a, a single white female scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but these are not single but white they're females. Not, they're yeah, not. As, as we'll learn. Yeah, they they actually do have dudes in their lives. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Another book where we're supposed to act like we don't know what twins are, and that it's a novel concept. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Sweet Valley High. Uh, okay. That, what? That, that was that made more. Well, oh, you haven't read the book. You don't know what's going on. No. Okay. It just sounds like that. This is more of a parent trap. Yeah. More of a, I never knew I had a twin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> exactly. But, I, it's, but if, would your first reaction be, I see Josh across across the way, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I just want to play with him and know him and love him. Uh, if I are, saw I Jessica across are the way, like, I would run the hell away. I would away. be like, I have to murder this person. If yeah. it's like some six-year-olds, yeah, maybe that tracks. Like, there yeah. can be only one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a... Highlander. Highlander, yeah. (laughs) Let's just do this. Okay. Start this. I almost said Excalibur. That's an official like logo NFL thing. Here's what's the artist on that again? Uh, puddle was, of mud. There was no. <laughs> That's because decided it's puddle of mud. <laughs> I'm gonna say it is. I'll try to look it up. I don't even know. Seether. Here's to. F- no, this is all too early for that. Yeah, it is. Like, I'm uh, gonna guess this was 90- three doors down. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. And Josh, what do we do on this podcast? We talk about. Young adults. Y- young adult books. <laughs> we talk about young got adult it, books. Got it wrong. And young yeah. adults sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they come into play. We talk about our childhood trauma. <laughs> we our, do do that. Yeah, yeah, our father issues, our, it's very our, much our a... sisters that were bad, that kind of thing. Yeah. And what <laughs> book are we doing today, Josh? It is called uh, Red Hair by Charlotte St. John. And why are you doing that book, I might ask? Well. Who knows? God, I don't know anymore why I pick books. I, 
Uh, It's March, and I was thinking, Mm -hmm. I had two thoughts, right? I had International Women's Day. So I was thinking something kind of... Hello to all the sweeties. (laughs) We are recording this on the IWD. It's true, we are. So happy... Happy International uh, Shout out to my, to my sweeties, like Josh said. Yeah, yeah. Who make 21 cents less on the dollar and than men, even th- though we work harder. This Sorry, been, men. Gonna this say has already it. been tweeted a thousand times today, but today is a 23-hour day. <laughs> I will say that- Someone owes me a fucking hour. Uh, Blake, or uh, sorry, Jessica works more than- uh, 21% harder than me on this podcast, so <laughs> it's it's more reversed. And I work harder than anyone. That's uh, not true at all. You didn't have to read this I wasn't fucking gonna, book. I wasn't bringing you in. Yeah, you did not have to read this. You didn't take yeah. six pages of notes that you I typed get, out. Right. Yeah, you, you put a lot of work into notes. I do... Uh, I mean, I have to different. yell at you to take out duh. Like, uh, if I say, like, uh, D- uh, uh, duh? uh, 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 I'm like, hey, but can you take out that series of uhs? I take out you all can the leave durs. in my does and my uhs. <laughs> leave in my does, but take out my I uhs. I leave in just enough to make it sound natural. Yeah. And actually, I, 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 when I first started listening to our podcast and like critiquing myself severely for all the uhs, you can't. I notice them on other podcasts all the time. Yeah. Now. The so. other podcasts do it more than we do because they don't go through and take out as many as I do. Some do. Generally. I haven't heard professional podcaster Matt Gorley utter some uhs. He hardly even edits in Voorhees We Trust. One time they okay. took a I was break. like, I didn't know who you were talking about. And I thought it was uh, Edward Gorey. So <laughs> Paul, I was like, he has a pod? Paul Rust and Matt Gorley's podcast. It's just kind of very casual in Matt's house. Mm-hmm. And one time they even took a bathroom break and just let it roll. Let it roll for like, like three minutes of silence. Left, that left the dead air in there on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> much much like I like mall hang books, I like podcasts where it's uh, just people being buffoons. Yeah. Mind you, this is a Stitcher premium <laughs> yeah. uh, pay, paywall. Uh, it's still a very still very good. Yeah, my, anyway. actually one of my favorite podcasts right now. Okay, so what was I uh, even saying? Oh, why I chose this book. Well, March. I have two thoughts in my mind. March, uh, so uh, St. Patrick's Day and uh, uh, International Women's Day. I found a feminist book, and we actually should have been talking about that today, but I got it later because I had to order it. Um, and then I heard about this book. I'd never heard of it before in my life, but from the Gabby Moss book, um, Paperback Crush. Shout out to Gabby. Friend of the pod, I'm going to say Friend it. of the pod, right. I think, I think we all follow on Instagram, so. I think so. Um, but she uh, had a little blurb about this book in there, and I saw these red-headed twins, and I was like, well, Irish, I guess. Twins. Makes sense. <laughs> that was my thought process. That, Jess, I heard Jess just pick up the book and go, twins. That's not what happened at all. I was talking while you did that, so nice try. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, anyway, so that's um, why I chose this book. Now can so, you talk about your theme drink? Usually it's Josh. Well, we both have theme drinks. Josh, do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. So this is very obvious, but I have uh, two reds, apple <laughs> ales. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we thought it was going to be Killian's reds. Yeah. Either that or the cider. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, Two of them. Two of them. Two of them is is twins. It had to do two. Clincher. Yeah. No. uh, Just being. Just doing reds is just too obvious. I'm. Yeah. No. I have a big brain. You're thinking on the next level. (laughs) On next level. Yeah. (laughs) Galaxy brain. Bring two. (laughs) You should have them both open, and you should be double fisting, but. I'll allow it. Okay. No, well, because our actually our twins don't meet until the end of the book. Okay. So I think that the segregation of the reds. This is one is named Emily. This one's yeah, named I agree. Elaine. We should oh. segregate the reds. I agree. Yeah. I agree. 
So. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that I means. Mean, that I was, don't either. Jessica said it. It feels offensive. But I, I meant good said, drinks. You said segregate and the I reds. And I thought I said separate. You, I swear you said segregate. Well, like you're let me William tell you, Wallace up in here. Wait, what's his name? William, William Wallace. Wallace. George Wallace? George Wallace. Oh, William, William Wallace. Wallace is Braveheart. I know. I mean, that's... A, Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Segregate. That's the, uh, that's the uh, opposite problem. <laughs> He probably wanted to segregate the Reds from the from the English. From the, yes. from the which yeah. we tried. And yeah, we, I guess. He well, he tried. We all know how that <laughs> turned out. They showed their butts at some point to They mooned they, the other army. They did moon Crazy. the other army. That's funny stuff. I mean, no. Uh, uh, I uh, mean, they told jokes back in the eighteen hundreds or whatever the fuck. And then later on Mel Gibson got pulled over drunk and called a woman officer sugar tits and uh, went on some anti Jewish rant. But now we love him again because he made some movie a few years ago, so whatever. Yeah, Daddy's yeah. home too. We all love it. <laughs> the the beaver? Yeah, why did we? Why did everyone decide they liked him again? Because what was the movie he made? We like don't a couple like of years him ago? again. That I didn't see cool. it. Oh, what? Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, it's not bad. He can't, <laughs> he can't be. It, that movie may not be. I don't know. I haven't seen it. This he, is before we, we knew how him. to effectively cancel people. Can't forgive him. Sorry, that's a personal rant. I'll stay away from that. I'm sorry to all of our Mel Gibson fans who <laughs> I will never forgive. Listen, I don't think any boomers listen to this podcast, so we're probably fine. I'm I'm still into Mad Max. Shout out. Yeah, you can it, You can still be into Mad Max. That movie rules. We know how the, the the young men of Springfield feel about the movie What We Want. We've discussed it before. Oh, <laughs> we'll right. discuss it again. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean you can't take that away from us boys. <laughs> I never told you about the group of guys I ran into downtown who were holding, uh, just running down the streets holding the conspiracy theory posters up. And it what? just says conspiracy theory. <laughs> just the movie. Wasn't oh, that a movie? Oh, 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 I, I was got trying you. to okay. make a bad look. Damn it. No, that was good. But, uh, <laughs> recently I thought I... you just meant they had a poster that just said conspiracy theory. No movie. Just... I was just trying to when think of mo- a later Mel Gibson. A film. few years ago, I saw the same group of uh, frat boys with giant beaver banners. <laughs> Flowing in the wind. The as they beaver. Ran. The beaver. I'm yeah. sorry. Anyway, Jodie Foster made that movie for yes, some yeah. fucking reason. Also, bad why? Movie. I mean, they're also like besties. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's so wrong. Sorry, Jodie. Don't come on. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Up? I'm not gonna tell a woman what to do on International oh, Women's ouch. Day. Yeah. Good job, Blake. Uh, I'm. I'm but saying I- respect yourself, Jodie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I had a thing for Blake. Me. Don't take out the dozen us. Take out I everything we've said so far. No, I'll just take out. I'll take out the things I say. Okay. I had something that <clears throat> tied into International Women's Day. Fuck, what was it? Oh, we should reprise the "What Women Want" chant running down uh, Walnut Street tonight. Uh huh. For for. But what are we going to say? We're just going to say "What Women Want" in a like a awareness parade. Okay. okay, but will there be any women there to respond and say what they want? I mean, if they're on the streets, you what, know, we could have, <laughs> what do you want? We're just going to have the What Men Want uh, poster from... For that movie everyone saw. <laughs> I saw it. Ooh. Did you like it? No, it's terrible. Mm. Yeah. Should have let Nancy Myers do it anyway. Absolutely. I don't know who directed that movie. Neither. Mm. I learned what men want by watching The Intern, and what they want is to be as charming and dapper as uh, De Niro. His character in that? I mean, I hate to be the feminist teacher. (laughs) We're just going to keep retreading the same shit we did. Yes. I just want to say, if... if, I can't stop. 
De Niro. Okay, so it's a bunch of slob. The other interns are like millennial slob looking guys. Yeah, they are. De Niro comes in. He looks great in what he's wearing, but he like causes the other. This is Nancy Meyer fantasy land. He causes the a other great you, place to live. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Beautiful kitchen. Good kitchen. <laughs> the Men other guys are like, I'm well. going to start dressing like De Niro, but it's like. You were you were okay. I mean, just just because he looks good and is comfortable mm. in his suit doesn't mean you have to start wearing a tie. Maybe they should be presentable and respectful to their boss, who is a woman. Well, the, and also she going, rides a bike in her office. Her uh, she's the boss. I think everyone does that now in yeah. their office. They all have pelotons. And, yeah, they they don't let the I peons mean, if, like us have them, yeah. but the upper upper crust do. Can I put a, a peloton behind the desk at work and just? I mean, if you can it? afford a fucking Peloton, I, go I, for I, it. I, can, I you can't. Should, you should be doing that. God, remember that creepy commercial where yeah. the husband <laughs> buys his wife a Peloton? Like, hey, you, you out of shape bitch. Yikes. Here's your Christmas gift. Anyway. What is that, like a Nordic track? I don't even know what that is. No, was. it's a bike, but it's it's just a, a stationary bike, but it has a little screen on it. So whenever you're doing your spin sessions, you're actually in a class, right? And someone's like yelling yeah, at you and, and motivating bizarre. you to. <laughs> and I don't know if it's live. I don't know if it's recorded and you watch it later. But I feel like they're actually like interacting with people. But I, I don't know. That's the impression I get. And I don't want one of those in my home. Yeah, no. Mm. Did you talk about your drink yet? Where the, you oh, yeah. Sorry. Of? Um, that 12% alcohol is it's, al- it's almost gone. It's a Bloody Mary. It's bright red. In color, a red for reds. What? What was the? It's the, the canned Bloody Mary. I'll have to go get the can. I think uh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of people make them now, but this one I've been buying for a while, and this is the spicy kind, and I like it. It looks good. I just add a little. You add the other good things. Yeah. A, she came in with this thing looking like a garden on top, <laughs> with all the celery and 45 olives there sticking were a out lot the top. Of olives. I think I've had like 15 olives. So the, far. all they're all gone. Olives are the best part. They're the best part. But I also just add a dash of olive juice to it just for that additional saltiness. I I do more than a dash. I do Uh, spoonfuls. Just to uh, shame myself for no reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jessica, do you remember what happens or what happened in the time we went to a Bloody Mary bar together? (laughs) Okay, yes. This is a good story. (laughs) What? You you weren't there, no. No. You want me to relate it for yeah. you? Okay, so we were at Scotch and Soda when they used to have their Sunday brunch, and it was me and Josh and our friend Aubrey. And what they do is they have a Bloody Mary bar that's set up, and whenever they come to your table, they just ask you what vodka you want and what rub or salt you want on your rim. And then they just bring you the mason jar with some ice and then the vodka and just leave it. And Josh just sat there with his, and Aubrey and I were like on our third Bloody Mary, because Josh was a little late or something, I don't know what happened, but Sounds he's just right. sitting there looking at it, and I was like, uh, I don't think he knows he's supposed he to go they, at they, it. He was brought a, a jar of vodka to <laughs> yes, drink? I did. To sip on? <laughs> yes. I was like, this is, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the, in the French style. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, so Lord. confused. Yeah, I was like, it's over there. Here, I'll go with you, Josh. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. she had to come show me how to do <laughs> yeah. it, and I'm sure I made the worst one ever. It's kind of like the time you were at uh, Alamo, and you ordered something, and they just brought you a full class oh, of Oh, it was when me and Emily went to go see, um, shit, A Simple Favor, and like the big thing, even in the trailers, is like... Vodka martini? Blake Lively's character making a vodka martini. Yeah. And so we both ordered vodka martinis, um, and I think we ordered... Yeah, like I said, extra dirty, please. And so they just brought <laughs> and they're me. they're like, okay. <laughs> they just brought us both, like, tumblers full of vodka. 
and Emily and I kind of looked at each other, and I was like, well, maybe they're out of glasses, and maybe they didn't hear me say extra dirty. That's why there's not one fucking olive in this. <laughs> and so I picked it up, and I took a sip, and I was like, Emily, this is straight vodka. So we, and I even put up like a card and said, can you bring me olives at least? And no uh, one brought me olives, so I what? just drank straight, straight you Tito's. Know, you didn't know that they had the the martini bar set up separately. <laughs> I didn't know. You were supposed no to go one, make your own. No one told me. How rude. You add your own vermouth and whatever it is. You yeah. walk in fr- it's in the very front of the theater so you're walking in front of it and you can be loud much oh. like much like many of the servers are in the theater. Yeah. Like me at that theater I'm just like once the trailers start I'm if I'm saying anything I'm I whispering know, I, and I then know. someone's like okay so our specials today <laughs> it's like every time <laughs> Does it? Does the server ever walk in front of you and you're like, um, I'd really like to pay attention to this trailer for Onward or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I mean, I should next time I will uh, write a a card, put it up, and it's addressed directly to them of stop stopping uh, me from watching this Ben Affleck trailer for the way back. I'm in tears and <laughs> yeah, Did you see that yet? Interrupting no. the flow. Did you see Portrait of a Lady on Fire yet? I have not. Mm. I've been busy. You're a failure on so many levels, like I was at work last week, where I cried three days in a row. I'm not going to talk about that. No. Let's talk about this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. How far are we into this, Blake? Oh, only 20 20 minutes minutes in. Let's start talking about your book. Uh, Let's first talk about Blake's uh, pop music. Oh yeah, I forgot about our new um, our new segment on the podcast. Blake, themes are we going to (laughs) do? I mean, it's just the fact that every time I come, you have different pretty ladies on your shirt. That's by accident. Blake, what pop artist or group is featured on your shirt today? The uh, three sister. Speaking of twins, these are three sisters who aren't triplets. Uh, okay, <laughs> that, that tracks. Their last name is Heim, and they're in a band called Heim, and I think they rock. Are any of them uh, twins? No, no. they're, all, they're just... all all different ages. I can tell were you, they the all order. like were they all like born a year apart? Because they staggered. All... They're they're pretty close in age, but they're you... staggered by a few years. Most people are only a few years apart. Is, is there a like My a, sister and I are five. A, is there a fourth member of that family? <laughs> like, there's like, <laughs> there's just like a, another girl that with legitim- no talent. That might have been an SNL skit because they were on <laughs> SNL. Okay. And there, I think well, I don't know. I want to say Rachel Dratch, but she, she hasn't been on the oh, show man. in a long time. It's Rachel one of those, Dratch like, is always with great, like though. the baby hand coming out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She reprises that character, and it's it's the fourth time who wasn't allowed on the band. <laughs> I, I think there was also a deformed fourth was there, Hansen. I have a question now. Was there a Jackson that wasn't famous in the Jackson family? I'm wearing my Janet Jackson There were a shirt. lot. Okay. Yeah. She's got J- Janet. So, but there were, were a lot there, of Jacksons. I, I know, know. But were the brothers like the, all the in a Jackson band? There's like the Jackson Like there's the sixth guy? So there were the, okay, but there was also the Toya. Yeah, Jermaine. Wasn't he in the Jackson 5? I, I guess probably Tito. Tito. Tito's the one the everyone makes the joke out of, but he was in. He okay, was in. So despite the the five boys who were the band, and that includes Michael. Oh, and then the... there were two sisters, Janet and Latoya. Mm-hmm. Is there one? Is there an eighth or ninth or tenth Jackson no. that we've just all overlooked? Probably. Or did they all get famous? I I would argue that some of those are not famous. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I know we're way over. Tito? I, did he Tito go, is in the group. Did he Damn go on it. to have a great solo career? Okay. But he was in the group. <laughs> this is also embarrassing, what I'm going to say. Uh-oh. So in 
in the nineties, there was you can absolutely cut this. Sure. There there oh. was a softcore pornography channel called Pay Per Views Hot Choice, oh, and wow. Latoya Jackson hosted it and like introduced movies. I never watched any of it. So she was like David Duchovny on Red Shoe Diaries. I for those who are I mean, in the know. I never saw it. I just I was just a little pervy twelve or thirteen year old watching the previews. Mm-hmm. But it's just like her with a big book of stories, mm-hmm. and I think these are all oh. erotic stories. Did you ever watch Red Shoe Diaries? Do you know how I, that worked? It was a softcore porn show on Showtime. I watched it that when my I mom know, wasn't at home. But I totally I watched don't it. think I watched it. It it was David Duchovny hosted it, but he was never okay. like in the in the uh, He's not like you're not actually He was always the behind the camera. But his, <laughs> no, his thing was like But he's he's an actual like He's uh, a sex addict. Sex, sex, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. had to go to rehab. Or this something? was Maybe filmed at the same time as the X Files. I really don't know where. Pre- it's, it's, it's right before. Oh. Was it right right yes. before? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. then they just aired those suckers forever. Then. Yeah, well, if you got one of the. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, he, women would send him letters and he would read them, and then Very that would letters. become the. Okay. But he was like, obviously a character. Wasn't just women sending their fantasies to David Duchovny that he would read. It was like women and their sexual. Like experiences, or yes. It's like penthouse letters or something like that. Kind but of. For... And so, like the, every episode, would start with him like getting a letter and reading it, and then it would. Does he walk out to the mailbox in the comedic fashion and like pull it out and open it up? I really can't it's remember. A, I didn't really pay attention to those parts, you know. Yeah, a Mr. McFeely type character comes through and deli- <laughs> delivers the letters. Uh, uh, I yeah, I got another bushel today, Duchovny. Special delivery, sir. <laughs> Dear Mulder, I never thought it would happen to me. <laughs> Uh, so I, I, my only point with that was that Latoya is definitely not hitting that same level of Jackson. Not the like, same Ashley. No. Once you have to start, no, being I think in she a, was famous for. I don't even think for acting. I think for for being part of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly. It's like being a member of the royal family or something. Yeah. Anyway, this is our young adult podcast where we talk uh-huh. about kids books anyway. and and the softcore pornography that I mm-hmm. tried to watch when I was 12. And I successfully watched when I was 12. <laughs> and anyway, page uh, chapter 1, page 1 of uh, Red Hair. Wait, can I go to the background first of this book? <laughs> I I don't want to talk about this book, so I'm very happy that Yeah, uh, you are avoiding okay, okay, okay. at all costs. So there is literal it's honestly it's going to be awkward to talk about, I think. There's a lot of weird race stuff in this book, Good. and a lot of oh, weird great. class stuff, and a lot of... I don't like e- anyone in this book, I'm going to tell you that. I don't like the book. I thought it, I didn't enjoy it. I liked... Okay, you know who I liked? I liked the kids no one liked. Raul, oh, what, yeah, Scurvy yeah, yeah. Dog. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. <laughs> once, anyway. once you put Scurvy as part of your name, you're my guy. You're, you're, yeah. you're my... Yeah, you're my man. <laughs> so, uh, there's not a lot of... Uh, I have tried to find anything I could about the author for this book. It was Charlotte St. John. This book was written in 89. And it was one of those things I, um, the only things I could really find about the book, I had to once again resort to, I had to, I had to reference Paperback Crush um, to find anything. And really, Gabby didn't have any. Anything. And that's like, what, two paragraphs or something, maybe? It was like a page, but it just kind of went into a synopsis of the book. There was no information really about the author. I don't know if anyone can find anything about this author. I don't even know if this is a pseudonym, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds Charlotte St. John? Yeah, that's fake. Yeah. It sounds softcore porny. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. It fits with our theme so far for the episode. Mm-hmm. But um, she was talking about how, like, after the success of Sweet Valley High – a lot of publishers just rushed any kind of identical twin books they could. Um, <laughs> and these, are, these were twins. You just need to mix the them twin, up by twin yeah. rush the of color. the late 80s. Yeah, yeah. And these were twins who would find themselves even more dramatic and unbelievable mishaps. Um, and she said that uh, these are just, I'm just going to directly quote her from her book. 
I assume this was the genesis of Charlotte St. John's Red Hair trilogy, though the 1989 series is closer to a dark parent trap rewrite than any kind of Wakefield pastiche. There are three books in the series. There's Red Hair 2, which follows the twins as they split time between their parents' home (laughs) and, as Gabby describes them, their delinquent boyfriends. And two in that is T-O-O, like red hair also. Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. And then there's Red Hair 3, which deals with uh, more boyfriends and HIV awareness. This one I want to read. (laughs) Now, is there any clever naming convention? I'm going to guess that old uh, Scurvy Dave might be the one responsible for uh, introducing HIV into the mix. I would have called it Red Hair again, but... Nope, it's just Red Hair 3. Nothing... Very uninspired. Yeah. Yeah. Red hair cubed. (laughs) Yeah, like alien. Yeah, that's (laughs) definitely, definitely. Just saying. Best in the series. (laughs) Um, And she adds that, though the series injected a little diversity into the world of twin series and, might I add, into the world of YA in general, because let's face it, at this point in time in YA, not at least in mainstream YA. Blondes, blondes, blondes. White, white, white. Anyway. The girls do have a white father and a Latina mother, but this fact is absolutely not reflected on the covers. No. You could have fooled me. Yeah. But at least they don't spend several pages in every book telling you how hot they were. Oh, those weird Wakefields. Yeah. And then she also added that this was also part of a greater trend in the 80s, which was the stranger danger terror. Um, And we grew up with that. We know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you think America's Most Wanted got started? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they kidnap- involved... Kidnapping, hot in the 80s. Satan, hot. <laughs> kidnapping, hot. Satan was having a moment in the 80s. <laughs> he so was, was blowing up. So was kidnapping. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, anyway, that's all I have for this book. Other, And I guess we'll talk about when we get to the rating. Um, so... Should we do like a really quick synopsis and just talk about things that stood yes, out to us? Yes, let's run through yes. this fast. Just because I mean, I have a lot of notes, it. but my notes are mainly things that the first twin says because she is an awful, horrible human. Right. I mostly, in my notes, most of the things I wrote down were just appalling things that were said. So here's the, the synopsis. Is it another bad twin, good twin? No. Okay. I think actually they're both pretty awful. Oh. <laughs> um, but the first twin, okay, so... We're scurvy Dave heads over here. Basically, like. this is told in a weird... It is first person present tense, correct? Yes. For both. Oh. Yes. For bo- it reads like a Bret Easton Ellis. I was going to say this <laughs> is yeah. Ellis stuff. Yeah. It and really if you does. Don't li- you don't like anyone in the book? Total Ellis move. I- Except his are well written. So yes. This was no. Not well yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't. Okay. I think she was trying with that kind of strange voice. Maybe she had just read less than zero. That's Probably. what I thought. That's not a bad theory. That's what I thought. I really thought maybe she's a big Ellis head and had just read like <laughs> Rules of Attraction and Less Than Zero and was like, "That is brilliant. That's how I'm going to write this. It's going to be an arty, acclaimed YA book. Like it, it's gonna. It's like every 19 year old boy, myself included, who read uh, a Chuck Palahniuk novel <laughs> in uh, his freshman. Uh, creative writing class mm-hmm. and and they're was, like I'm not gonna name my protagonist <laughs> <No>. <laughs> try to find a name you won't guess what my protagonist is gonna do just stick his dick in things and be gross isn't that in a Polonic book where a guy does that in a I pool? think choke probably I yeah I think it- there was a short story just called like what can I stick my dick in next <laughs> are you thinking of guts that's nasty. that was in what was that the was what was haunted. the haunted yeah. yes yeah 
Yeah. I just feel like those characters are always masturbating oh, yeah. or fucking around with their cocks somehow. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Excuse Sometimes me. boys do be fucking around with their cocks. This is I the mean, most X-rated true. episode we've ever done. Listen, cut On that International out. Women's Day of all things. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking about how y'all got your, your I hate issues. to be the feminist around here. <laughs> when Josh has to be the feminist, you know you done fucked up. We've made a mistake. Oh, God. Okay, so quick synopsis. This story is told very awkwardly. It, the book is split into two sections that each follow a twin. Start with Emily, yeah. and then you end with Elaine. Emily and it's Elaine. It's set over very twin They're names, twins. Right? You got to give them the, gotta the, give them the, the same yeah. names. E&E. Give me Elizabeth. They even have a ragdoll named Edith. <laughs> now that's just too far. <laughs> Three E's. Who are their, what are, what are their parents' Wait, names? Wait, I think their mom's Eden name is, and... their mom's name, is it Evita? Uh... Their dad's name is Emilio. No, their dad's name was Wesley. <laughs> uh, well, that just ruins it all. Their dad is, is yeah. Anyway, I think the mom's name is Evita. So there's like four E's in this book. So it's set over this festival that must be the world's largest or longest small this town thing festival. This never thing never stops. It's, I thought it was a, a weekend, like most small town, because this is set in Florida in a small town okay. called Fern, right? So I'm thinking like Florida. most, most... Small town festivals are two days tops. It's like a weekend, like harvest days. This is like that Route 66 thing that comes downtown once a year and spoils my weekend and I sell no books because <laughs> but, they, they shut down all the streets so people can look at cars. for a week. It never stops. It, it never and stops. And I'm like, number one, this happen- This is in the fall because it ends on Halloween night. So these kids are missing days of school for a small town Pioneer Day Festival. What are some of the names of the different things? Well, there's a clogging competition. I know we should have had our clogging <laughs> expert Adam on I know to I'm talk about, about that today. <laughs> we, we have a friend who actually competitively clogged mm-hmm. as a child. There is a uh, there I, are, there's a parade in chapter five. I wrote down in all caps: second day of this festival, <laughs> and then there's, it just keeps going. There's a farmhouse tour. Remember, because her family has yep the the town. Okay, should I just talk about how the twins and why they're separated? Yes. Before we get into a lot of the intricacies of the book. So these twins were separated, not at birth, but when they were like, what, two or three years old? Mm-hmm. Because they have vague memories of each other. And e- Emily is a twin we start with, and she lives with her dad, who is remarried. Judge dad. He's like uh, major dad from the TV show, yeah. but he's a judge. He's a judge. And she lives in a very wealthy family. And their family, in fact, is were the founders of the town. The town is named after her dad's mother or grandmother, um, Fern. And so they are pillars of this community. And she grows up very privileged. And she has memories from when she was a little girl of her mother, who she calls Mama. Or ma- ma- why can't I say Mama today? <laughs> <laughs> no, you said it right. Then. Wow. You said it the correct way. It's like you've never heard the word Mama before. Mama? Mama. <laughs> she calls her Mama, a strange... Uh, <laughs> ethnic colloquialism so she does vaguely remember her her mama her mama yeah her mommy that's better there we go she vaguely remembers her from when she was a child and remembers having a sister but has been told all her life that one night her mother was out with her sister running errands or something and Drove too fast over a bridge or took a corner too fast and ended up in a river and the car was found, but their bodies were never found. So she's been told all her life that her mother and sister died. 
the bodies weren't found. Bodies weren't found. But you know what happened? Yeah. In reality, there was a horrible divorce and a custody battle because her dad is a racist piece of shit who at the time was a prosecutor. That's right, y'all. I don't like prosecutors. And (laughs) (laughs) APAB. Anyway, I won't get into intricacies of that until later. But what happened was there was a horrible custody battle. The father won custody over both the daughters. The mother was desperate to have her daughters, was trying to kidnap both of them, only successfully kidnapped one, and ran off with her to California. This book should be so much more interesting based on what she is saying right now, but it is not. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't learn that until midway through the book. At least. Yeah. Because that's yeah. yeah, that's when the uh, the yeah. break is between. Yeah. And, but see, the other twin was raised differently, where she knew that her sister was still alive, and that her father, her sister, and her father were together, and pictured her as being this spoiled brat who lived a life of privilege, which she is. Right. <laughs> while she and her mother struggled and depended upon, and here's the where the race factor comes into play. Her mother is a Latina, is Mexican, and. Um, her father was white. I don't know. Whatever. White. Irish. And, <laughs> well, I mean, they got red hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Where know. Do he's a regular William Wallace. I know, he, I know he's Scottish, but. <laughs> yeah. Re- regular George Wallace, in my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Southern judge. Mm. Not, I don't know. So judge, um, the other twin is named Elaine. And the mother and Elaine scheme a way to get the families back together, right? And she's a single mother, has been struggling. We're finally, at this yeah. point, getting some twin hijinks. Yeah. Which I was very upset we weren't having enough. Not time. a lot. The twin hijinks that occurred were just people come up and going, uh, you dropped your comb? And they're like, wait, me? I was not here then. <laughs> I don't wear combs in my hair. This is crazy. <laughs> I love a good parent trap prank. Yeah. Well, see, this is not like that because they don't meet... To connive. Right. They it don't is, meet at summer camp? No. Then screw this. Uh, they don't meet until the last page of right. the effing book. <laughs> the hell? The whole time they are kept apart because the mother- We're setting up the trilogy. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Avita and Elaine are scheming a way to get the family back together, or at least to let Emily know that they are still alive <laughs> <laughs> and want to be a part of her life. And- um. I guess they're just praying that the father won't, you know, uh, smack any kidnapping charges on her. Right. I mean, it seems to end pretty, uh, I guess it ends pretty well. <laughs> I was thinking of a different word. Considering the fact that she did kidnap the daughter and keep her in hiding for years. Despite right. yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, custody yeah. ruling. So, whatever. Um, so, because the mother subscribes to the local town newspaper, she knows about the town festival. And probably because she lived there for several years, knows about it that way, too. But decides that's the perfect time to try to get the two girls together. Streets filled with people. Uh, uh, it's You can easily <laughs> nab someone. or. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Emily keeps seeing someone who looks just like her on the streets. And she's starting to question uh, whether what really happened with her mother and sister that night. Um, she starts meeting kids who live in the community that are not white, who are Mexican. And she's like, hey, you know, I'm half Mexican, even though she's very much white passing, uh, which is fine. And, uh, not okay. just, it, according to the cover, is white. White. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can we, we need to. There are two white redheaded girls on the cover. Here's yeah. the thing that I don't understand is, okay, we'll talk about that later anyway. So she gets more involved in the, uh, immigrant, uh, Mexican community in her town, 
She is horrible to her boyfriend and calls him fat and nerdy all the time. I really don't like this character. Then we switch to Elaine, and it's basically just Elaine uh, talking about all her run-ins with her twin and all the times that she sneaks into the house or sneaks into meeting the parents somehow. Right. Even though her mom (laughs) tells her not to because it's going to ruin all their plans. But that's it. It's like the opposite of whatever Emily did. Then Elaine is filling those gaps about why Emily saw her when she did. Or the coincidence, or why this hot <laughs> college guy who is interested in a fifteen-year-old girl because I don't even think they're what? sixteen yet didn't because they a- keep they keep telling her okay whenever ugh, when Emily finds out about the divorce it's by accident right she's at she, the farmhouse she finds she finds the divorce papers her yeah. father has hidden there for some right. reason <laughs> instead of like in his, his office. dark secret but he just has these out in a a, a drawer somewhere a whatever. drawer in the abandoned old farmhouse <laughs> um but instead of having them in his office or something where no one would really dig around ooh red number 2 i guess Crack it's that it time. i was trying to get it i was trying to get it on rip it and rip it <laughs> But when she finds out about it and confronts her father and her adopted mother, they say, oh, we were going to tell you when you were when you turned 16, which is happening pretty quickly. Right. But the other twin, Elaine, has met this college boy who's got to be, what, 18 or 19? Yeah. Really yeah. into this 15-year-old girl. Normal stuff. They act- actually exchange I love yous on their first real date. What? Who? What? I don't know. This book was bonkers. <laughs> Kids probably do that. I guess. Right? On the... F- no. But he's a college boy. He's not a kid. Ugh. He just wants No, that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pro this guy. Look, he just wants that petty money. Yes. <laughs> Their last name is Petty. I don't mm-hmm. know if we discussed uh, oh, that. No, I, you didn't mention that. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, this book has a lot of racial tension between the white rich kids and the poor immigrant community, the Mexican kids. Um, but none of it's written in any kind of... And I honestly don't know what the writer is trying to say about it. Right. If that makes any kind of sense. I think I because think she probably just even, wanted a contrast between them. I think them. she did, but she makes one of the girls seem like kind of self-loathing about her heritage in right. a way. Yeah, absolutely. And the other girls seem very ignorant about her heritage, which I guess makes sense. I get, no, th- she would be. She like, doesn't yeah. have like her mother in her life. Yeah. So it's just, I just, I don't know what she's trying to say about race. She's saying nothing effectively. No. It's just kind of a, a weird mess of a book. And at the end, <laughs> after all their shenanigans play out, even though they have not done them together, when Emily realizes what's going on and realizes that this woman that she described as having Aztec cheekbones and lips <laughs> that she has seen around town staring at her is actually her real mother. And Elaine confides to the father and the adopted mother that she's the missing twin and is not dead. They meet for the first time at the Halloween <laughs> night parade or whatever. Night 50th of the... They're both <laughs> the, exactly the, the, never ending, the 50th uh. night of the Pioneer Festival in Fern, Florida. <laughs> they are both dressed as mariachi. I think, did they say dancers? Or they had, sure, hold on. Mariachi performers. I like that you all capped at the end. Wrote the end. <laughs> and your notes. Her even her notes yeah. have an end. <laughs> Very happy to be done with it. The end. The period. Freaking end. And uh, they're mariachi are like performers. And at the end, they reveal themselves to each other. And that's like basically it. It's basically uh, Blake. If we were twins and we saw each other and we realized it, and it was just like, I love him. 
Did anyone see the movie Another Earth, I think it was called? It's a very easily yeah, forgotten movie. It's a Brit Marling movie, right? I guess. But at the uh yeah, I forgot the whole movie, but at the end the main lady sees herself. Brit Marling. Sees her yeah, whoever she is. The, the, OA. Main, the main lady. She sees uh, the final on, the then, final frame of the movie is her seeing her doppelganger. They meet eyes and then it cuts to black. That reminds me. Let of me that. do my Brit Marling chunk really quick. Okay, do your chunk. <laughs> no, uh, just that every movie that and she writes and directs them. And I actually like her, but are basically about how she is uh, this. Did you watch the OA? No. The, it, it's all about how she is a magical person. <laughs> okay. Basically, mm-hmm. and everyone just connects to her. The uh, sound of my voice, I think, is the name of it. She's like a cult leader, <laughs> like. Mm. The so OA. it's like a Tommy Wiseau or a yeah. Uh, I mean, she's Neil Breen. Yes, I mean, but, but she's, a, she's a yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this was a well-made movie, right? Yeah, but I don't remember. But they all just have the same kind of thing where it's like, you know, who the best person on earth is me, Brit Marling. <laughs> it's me, <laughs> the writer and yeah. director. Anyway, so here's how it actually ends. Remember, okay, so. One of the twins, Elaine, keeps losing her freaking combs all over town. She cannot keep track of these combs. Like her, her hair Elaine. combs, keeping her hair, keeping her red hair back. And when you say combs, like, I, like combs. a barrette or something, I it's a like a thing. comb. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Have you ever seen Mulan? Mulan has a little comb oh, that she okay. keeps her hair and she pushes it back. I'm thinking quest look. Have you ever time. seen no. Mulan, Blake? Well, I'm just trying to think I of like know a, Mulan, no, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of a major pop culture figure who has a, a comb the way that a woman would wear it in her hair. The way I'm trying to discuss I've never it. seen Mulan. Though. She'll bring honor to us all. And shame on you for not having seen You're poorer for not Wait, having seen Wait, have you seen not it. seen Mulan? I hate to not be the feminist here, but Ooh. I have not seen Mulan. <laughs> Actually, it's one of my favorite. <laughs> Is it good? Okay. I like it. Josh doesn't know how to get down to business. Does not. And L- only me, Blake, and Donnie Osmond. <laughs> we need to we need to make a we need to make a man out of Josh. And all the Mulan heads out there are gonna be cackling at these. They're lines. gonna love all these jokes. Let's talk about Mushu for a little bit. Is that the dragon thing? That's yes. the dragon that's the Eddie Murphy dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Fuck that's yeah. Donkey himself. That's from Donkey. <laughs> before there was Donkey. Before there was Donkey, there was Dragon. Mm-hmm. That was the movie that my mom took me to, and it was probably one of the last Disney movies. Like pre Pixar that I saw in the theater, and my mom took me to go see it. And there's a scene where she, what is the epic song she sings? Let's get down to business. College no, the that's Donny Osmond. No, that's Pocahontas. Does she, uh, oh. she sings? Yes, Mulan. It's like one of the first songs that she, is in the movie. It's like the song. She'll bring my reflection. Her... I don't remember. When will my reflection? Dang it! I, I need to. We need to watch this. We need to rewatch stat. this movie. It's so good. I'll, I'll, <laughs> but it's bonus ep now. But at, there's like this long speech between her and her grandma, and it's basically about being a late bloomer. And my mom turned me in the theater and goes, oh, "No, you're just a late bloomer, sweetie." No. And I was just like, <laughs> "Fucking mom, that's not what you say." And I she leaned out in the back row me. and said, "I hate to be the feminist here, but that <laughs> <laughs> you should not say that." So I want to read the last of this book here. And they're doing this, I wrote down weird comb ritual, because they both have <laughs> combs in their hands, because people keep bringing them cones, like, yeah, dropped your comb. So one of the twins is going to be Elaine. I take one, pull my hair back from my face, and tuck the comb in it. Emily pulls her hair back from my face. Hold on, let me try that again. Emily what? pulls her hair back from her face. She can't get the comb in just right. I reach up. My hand is on hers. Together, we push the comb into her hair. Behind us, the street dance begins. A wild, thumping rock beat fills the air. At the same instant, we grab each other's hands. At the same instant, we say each other's names. Emily! Elaine! 
We do a tug of war, laughing and screaming and flinging our heads back to see our parents. Yes, they are right there. You couldn't budge them with a shovel. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> well, okay. I look into that other face, the other me. I love her. And that's the end of the book. That's where they finally meet. That is strange. At the end of this 50-day festival, Pioneer Days in Fern, Florida, the Just twins finally meet. Not how I'd react. I would grab that shovel that made them uh, unable to budge the parents and kill this person that looks like me that is going to take my soul, I assume. Ugh. That's what I would assume, too. Yeah. So, how, how many more pages of me. notes do you have on this? Well, now we're just going to get down to business, and we're just going to talk. Let's get down to business. Will you put in Is some... that Mulan? Yes. To defeat... Uh, I guess I'm, I'll watch I'll put it. the whole song. Okay. You need to watch that shit before the live action movie So, I, I stopped watching Disney movies. I mean, when I would kind of hit that age, I think mm-hmm. the last one... Is that, you said that's the last one you saw. Mm-hmm. I think... What was after Lion King? Some I skipped, but for some reason... Oh, I didn't Hercules watch Hunchback. I didn't, Lion... See, I didn't watch those. Emperor's New Group was way towards the end. I watched that. <laughs> after Lion King might have been like... Po- I came back far enough back to where I was watching was them again. Pocahontas after Lion King? No, I just didn't watch that. Hunchback and Notre Dame? I didn't see that until I don't like, know the order ago. here. I know those are those are around there, though. Mulan. Okay, there was also Hercules, which I didn't never saw. But skipped then it. for some reason, I wanted to see Mulan. And so my mom took me. It, when I was dope. when I was in college, there was a guy on my dorm floor that had Hercules bedsheets. <laughs> Amazing. I'm not joking. <laughs> Ironically or no? No. Oh, completely. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah. It, he just he Amazing. had Hercules everything. <laughs> yeah, Hercules everything. I right? mean Disney Hercules. Yeah. Not not well, yeah. Sorbo. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't. <laughs> God's not dead. Betty does now. <laughs> Maybe. Big Sorbo uh, fan now. Uh, he got expelled Ugh. from Evangel. So. Um, well, okay. For, he got Yikes. He got expelled for pagan worship. So. So. Um, I just want to get down to business and talk about certain things about that the character said. I don't really want to get in. I don't want to get too far into the race thing, except maybe to talk about Scurvy Dog a little bit. Can we make up a. Sorry. Can we make up a, a term on this podcast that means we have to, someone has to pee? Oh, are you talking about like Jason Morpees? And like a chase. You have to chase just, Morpees. Morpees. You have to grab it and kind of sway back and forth and look very antsy. Uh, how about, and then we will let how you about, go. Are you there? P. Are you there? Are you there? Just say I need to get another beer, and then we'll know what you mean. That's true. I need to take a. No, nothing works. You're trying to make it thematic. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need to relieve my, I don't know. I just, <laughs> all, all I can think of is Babysitter's Club right now, the, and it's just not working. So say hello uh, but, to your friends. I need to go say hello to my friend, the toilet. <laughs> uh, okay, so Blake definitely needs to punch this up and come up with a really good joke that yeah. he's going to insert there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And No, my friend... <laughs> That's you put that laugh there. Okay. Although, how old okay. my friends? My friend the toilet is is the joke that I've landed on. So okay, you don't have to humor okay. me. Anyway, okay, we'll be right back after I make friends with the toilet. <laughs> So I guess we're just going to talk about random things that stuck out to this about this book. Put yeah. in a giant toilet flush sound here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm back. Okay, I'm back, you guys. <laughs> Woo. 
Sorry. Okay, so now, now that we're all back. I, s- I said hello to my friend. That- Never mind. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> yeah, so we're back. Blake had to take a potty break. Are you there, potty? It's me, Blake. Oh, there wait. There you go. I got it for you. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Why are I'm, you even thinking about it? Like, it's not good. No, because I'm sorry that I... It's better than, like, 90% of your jokes. I did a can. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. it's good. I did a can opening right over your joke, and I'm sorry that I stepped on... Go ahead. It doesn't work as well opening a, a it twist It really off. doesn't. I really did think that was going to have it. Josh and... thinks oh, a twist oh, off has oh, the same effect What are you doing, a... Josh? What you got going on here? He's, what? He's twinning. He's twinning no, these I beers. Am, uh, what's, what's no, the third he's book 30. called? He's red hair three red, over here. I'm, I'm, I'm red threeing. Yeah, I I didn't know the name of the book, and it doesn't actually work. But um, so anyway, I just want a third beer. What is it? Are you there, potty? Are you there, potty? It's me, it's, Blake. It's me, urine. <laughs> Thank you for punching that All one right. up. You're, you're welcome. That's what I'm paid for. Okay. Go ahead. No one's making any money off this. I just want to be clear. We're oh, doing this out of the uh, love of our hearts. Yeah, that's right. We're no for one's our, making our money girls. off of this. Okay, so I guess just I want to talk about some things that maybe stuck out that were especially problematic or egregious in some instances. <laughs> and even I think even if I was reading this book at the time, I would have been like, it's mainly because the first character is very spoiled, very entitled, and goes around saying things like talking about her adopted mother like it was at one point when her mom smiles at her and she thinks to herself man underneath all those acne scars i can tell she would be pretty if she didn't have that on her face There's a- or like wow. she refers to her boyfriend Kyle as the when- one the one who was fat clothes one who was fat wait the mom doesn't she say that about him Oh, well, she also calls her mom fat she says she has a 36 bra which i think she's referring to the brand the band which 36. What? Why are we shaming anyone for any bra size, but why 36? That's definitely not fat. 36 is not fat. It's pretty common. It's just big boobs, right? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> since when did big bra mean fat? How is this negative? Um, talk to Emily Petty. All the fellas love the 36, yeah, as yeah, I yeah. thought. Anyway, so she is horrible to her adopted mother. She's also horrible to her boyfriend. At one point, he has... He has a giant video cassette recorder, which is his, <laughs> this is set in 89. So he has this huge video cassette recorder that he carries around and records the freaking parade with. And then later on, he is going to bring it to their house so the parents can see the video because her dad was working during this parade where apparently every school is closed. So I don't know why. And right. they're busting in colleges. <laughs> they're not going to so close down the factory. I, he doesn't right. work at a factory. Blake, he's a judge. Oh, well, judges never sleep. They never rest. I guess not. The law don't sleep. So uh, he records it. And whenever he shows up to to bring the videotape for them to watch, she opens the door and her inner monologue is, there's my fat nerd. Like, she literally says mm. that about her boyfriend. In her mind? In her mind. I mean, th- that's one of the things about the book is like, that- Like, can't, I can't understand this her. This is psychopathic stuff. She also thinks this about uh, the Citrus Queen- her friend Michelle. Her best friend Michelle. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's going to writhe in ag- agony giving birth one day with those hips. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wrote, oh, because I usually what write descriptions hell? about characters next to them. And Every so description I, I wrote I was terrible. List, and I wrote Michelle, Emily's best friend, Citrus Queen, tiny hips. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why is she called? Sis she doesn't like tiny hips. She doesn't like big boobs. She what? doesn't like chubby nerds that she's dating. I what? don't understand this person. What does this girl like? Um, yeah. she hates Nothing. her room. Once again, her adopted mother is an interior designer. Which is apparently what every mother did in the 80s. If they were a professional <laughs> woman with a job, yeah. they were interior designers. And her mom had designed rooms. So she hates her, her room. She also hates her own hair color. She does. Her That's another weird problematic thing is her mother, her adopted mother, Kay. I'm just oh, going to say man. her name. What does she say about Puts toner on her daughter's hair <laughs> to tone down the redness. <laughs> and... What's ne- funny never. is that I will never stand for someone no. uh, doing anything to a redhead. She describes hair. her hair right. as this: it is the same rotten, rotten color, color as mine, <laughs> yes. shredded carrot. And she brings this up again and again like, and again. But maybe some of that I don't know if it's because her mother it has doesn't to be. like her the mother, red hair and is yes. the adopted she, I mean, she mother. She hates her because uh, I don't think she hates her. Red- I don't know if she really hates her red hair. Because she wants to identify more like her mother, who is Latina, that she and she doesn't know her mother, right? Or if it's something that's ingrained in her because of the adopted mother, Kay. But the mother acts like the daughter hates her hair color, and that's why they tone it. Like it doesn't seem like it's something that the mother, like, don't she feel like the mother? Uh, she's internalized it because the mother is being, and that might be it. That's, I, I, but I don't know if. I have no idea. I mean, there's no clues in the book. But when the twins do their flip-flop and switch places in the end, the mother's like, oh, you're toner. You're not toning your hair. And that's not really how toner works, (laughs) as far as I know. (laughs) Because as a blonde, whenever I would bleach my hair blonde, you would use toner to take the brassiness out of it, to take the yellow out of it, kind of, make it more white. And I'm assuming that the toner that they're putting on your hair is to make it less vibrant red. Yeah. And maybe like more of a, an auburn. I don't understand how what they're doing there. But uh, well, I don't think you really just can stop for a day and suddenly your hair is the same color it was before. Right. Like, I think it takes a while. I don't know. Yeah. Well, one, don't touch the hair on, on a red's head. <laughs> but also, I also used to bleach my hair. <laughs> Look, our reds are rare. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Don't. Don't touch your don't touch your hair. If you're a natural redhead, you are mm-hmm. blessed. We're seeing them less and less. And we do love to see them. <laughs> do love to see them. <laughs> so. Especially twins. She's also horrible. She lies to her parents about her boyfriend. Tells them that her the the mother is in jail and the father traffics in pornography. That's funny. Like, that is kind of funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> She wants to, because she feels, right, she says something like, uh, I'm, like the mother thinks she's goody-goody or something like that. So she wants mm-hmm. to give an image of, I'm maybe a bad girl, and says, it implies that her dad's a pornographer. Yeah. Or his dad's a pornographer. When his dad's really the, and see, here's another thing I don't get. Okay, the, the boy she's dating, Kyle, his dad is the president of, of a college. So this town is small. But it's big enough to incorporate a college. Right. (laughs) But it's also small enough that everyone, whenever she says the name of her father, they're like, oh, the Petties, like the founding family of this town. Right. But then there are people who don't know each other or know who she is. It would be like. It's like, uh, I I think of this town as the size of like a Marshfield where it's 5,000 people. And if there's a prominent person in your town, you know who they are. It's like if on The Simpsons, if someone saw the statue of Jebediah Springfield or whatever Uh his name was, and they were like, I don't know who uh, your child is. Yeah. When when they were named Jebediah the third or something like that. (laughs) Or Marcus Springfield, you know? Yeah. 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 We all know who that is. That's the founder of the town. Yeah. Anyway. 
there's a lot of weird things. Like, for example, she acts like it's a small town, but the school apparently is so large or so segregated that whenever she tells someone her name, they recoil in horror. And it's Raul, a.k.a. Scurvy Dog, who does this. Yeah. Because we find out later that her father, when he was a prosecutor, before he was a judge, put his father in prison, right? Was the prosecutor on a case, even though his father was framed or maybe in the wrong place at the wrong time. I don't remember the exact circumstance of but but it was a it was a robbery charge, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the father in prison, he's wrongfully imprisoned, and he is murdered by his cellmate. And so the son Raul takes on Scurvy Dog as like his name to honor the father, and of course knows who the prosecutor is who put his father away that led to his death, and so hates him. And whenever she introduces herself to him and says, hi, I'm Emily Petty, he's like, oh, I know who you are. But you would think he would know who she is. Right. Anyway. It, you're right. It, the, the, the book does feel like the two parts of town. It really is one of those, like, the wrong side of the tracks kind of thing. Except everyone comes across the tracks to come to the... To the, the festival. To the festival. But you would think she would also know because it seems like the whole... Mexican community knows that her mother and sister are still alive. Yes. So how this has not leaked to her <laughs> right. in the past, like, 12 years since the they were separated? The liars and leakers should have uh, told someone. I mean, someone. who keeps a secret like that? I guess it's to avoid it's, it's maybe, it's protecting the mother who kidnapped the daughter and got away. But at the same time... It seems time, impossible. It's like, just, it's, as much as people love to be little uh, goss kings and queens... Like, I would have spilled that tea when they were... I would have been shouting at kindergarten. I'd have been like, your sister's still alive. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um... But I would make a float at the parade called the <laughs> your sister's life. They probably don't let them in the parade. This town seems pretty fucking uh, racist. What are some of the other names? There was a uh, uh, a float called the. Do you have any of them written down? They're, I didn't name they're any. All of terrible. Them. There's one that's called like the floral decoration play, parade <laughs> float and things like that. Yeah, but well, the the rest of the town they all seem white and rich, right? So like mm-hmm. her best friend Michelle, her father owns a pizza franchise. Um, she's dating a guy named Broderick, who is very racist. It's called uh, Guido's Pizza. <laughs> That's her Throwback to Sweet Valley that, High. Yeah, okay. Oh, like, did not what, get was it. Was that really what we, yes. yes. Yeah. The pizza place is called Guido's. Guido. Guido's. <laughs> it's horrible. So, um. And young adult books from this era are so wild. <laughs> I love it. Really I love are. it. This book is so bonkers, because remember, okay, also, whenever she meets Raul, even though she herself is half Mexican and she knows that. Right. She's looking at him and she's like, he's pretty hot, you know, for a Mexican. Right. Yes. She yeah. literally thinks that. They constantly what? say things like that in the book. They do throughout the whole book. I don't understand what the writer is trying to do here. I, because she's also not afraid of saying, hey, you guys know I'm half Mexican, right? Right. So it's yeah. not like she detests it, but at it, the same time, she's like, he's hot for a Mexican. It's it, like, but you're half Mexican. <laughs> I don't understand it, what is happening. It, I, I do think it's one of those things where she has so much internalized She hates that racism. Half of herself. Yes, yeah. Because, and, and so if the book, which I think it's probably trying to do, is do that. It's just not doing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's doing yeah. it very badly. Yeah. So, let's see, were there any other things that were super egregious about the book? Wait, here's her, here's her, right, talking about Scurvy Dog. Scurvy Dog is good looking, especially when he laughs. A Mexican kid with beautiful skin and a great body? (laughs) I wonder who he dates. Then I remember, the kids in my high school don't date the migrant workers' kids. Yeah. 
Josh is I'm wiping, wiping away sweat off like, his brow. Yeah, sweat of just this like is a sweaty paragraph. Right yeah, it's no, not this good. whole book is like that. Also, later on, here's another one. Her boyfriend Kyle, his dad is the college principal or not college principal. Sorry, like <laughs> the, the dean college or the, president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is dating a black woman, a black professor. Here's what she says about that. I figure when my parents find out the Marcuses are from California and Kyle's dad is dating a black professor, they will be downright thrilled. They'll be relieved nobody in Kyle's family is in prison and eager to socialize with a mixed couple. There aren't many in town. Mm. That reminds me of the pseudo-liberalism. Okay. Have you ever seen... <laughs> Sorry. Jessica's about to go off. Okay. Have you ever... <laughs> there's an episode of Sex in the City, right? I've, n- I've never seen an okay. episode. Okay. I can't believe I'm sitting here. Both of you have never watched those. I've, I don't, I haven't paid attention. I, okay. okay. I have, I have been on the couch reading a book where, uh, girlfriends of mine have watched yeah. the entire series, <laughs> but I've, I've seen, never I, taken anything I've in. seen it happen in front of me, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. There's an episode. Miranda is my favorite character. Cynthia she's Nixon red, for right? president. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, I love her. Okay. So there's an episode where she plays a lawyer and she, I guess. She plays a lawyer in one episode. But <laughs> her <laughs> character is a lawyer. Okay. Sorry. In each episode, she has a different job. <laughs> she does. It's really weird. Um, but there is, it's, I think it's in season one or two. Her, she's on like a baseball team for her firm. And she meets, like, another woman. I can't remember how this happens, but the woman is a lesbian, and they play baseball really well together, and the boss thinks that they're a couple. Um, like, one of the partners of a the classic, firm. Uh, classic Seinfeld-ass yeah. plot <laughs> Thinks that she's a part, like, they th- he thinks that they're a lesbian couple. And he's like, hey, would you guys like to come to dinner at my place? We don't have a lesbian couple yet. <laughs> So it's like one of those like rich white like kind of like things. We don't have a lesbian couple. No, I'm yet. not kidding. So she asks the woman to come with her because she wants to be you know she wants to be a partner someday right. at this yeah, firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she asks the woman to pretend to be her lesbian girlfriend and go to this dinner. But anyway, it's one of those things I mean, where it's like the rich white either conservative who want to look like they're accepting it, or it is a liberal thing to uh, to, to want. Yes. Uh, this is my black friend, or this is my mm-hmm. lesbian. Like, you, like I'm not a racist. I have friends. That way, who are. yeah, you yeah. can say I have a blank friend. Yeah, where I can comfortably, I can, comfort- like I can comfortably too, say I have no friends. Period. <laughs> but I still love everyone. Does not matter <laughs> their race, true. gender. <laughs> I'm kidding. Mostly how they didn't fight sexually. I have no friends, so it's fine. Yeah, just stay at home. <laughs> Which is actually true. I do stay at home a lot. <laughs> Yikes! Well, this, I this mean. is getting dark fast. <laughs> it's like that guy wrote on the Babysitters Club episode. Like, I just wish I had friends. Oh, oh, in the in, in the, the comments. YouTube yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the okay. Jk. I have friends. That's true. That's not true. We're all friends. D- no, that, that's a ju- that's just saying what Blake was saying a second ago. <laughs> that was. No, uh, that's the darkest comment in the history of the world. Since 1995, Babysitter's Club person on YouTube saying, I wish I, wish I had, had friends. friends. I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of feeling him. I'm, I'm, I feel seen. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to write that on the uh, the YouTube video of the Ann Twins Coors Light <laughs> <laughs> video. I'm just going to say, I wish oh. I had friends. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had twins. It would be the, yeah, yeah. Also, I have a question. So whenever I'm reading this book and they talk about it really kind of makes me cringe to hear like these white rich kids say, "Hey, let's go to the barrio, barrio? and do mm-hmm. volunteer work." I don't know if that's an offensive term. <laughs> that's my thing is I'm not like in a big city and I've never like used that term. What's the barrio? 
it, they're it, it's, referring it's, it's, to where the Mexican community lives. It's it would be similar. I may be being wrong here. It's and a this Mexican is just, neighborhood, right? Right. Yes, it would be similar to someone. It, it, it's using a term specifically to mean to mean Mexican it. neighborhood. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but. Sort it sort of feels, feels derogatory. It does. Well, I mean, they mean it the in a derogatory way. The way they way. say it. Because I think she even asks him, she asks Scurvy Dog, hold on. I'm just going to say Raul. I hate yeah, saying yeah, Scurvy yeah. Dog. <laughs> I love saying Scurvy Dog. but She asks him what it's like to live there and if the if it's really dirty. Like, that's literally right, like rich right, white right, kids right. and what they think, like, where these people live. Like, well, you're Mexican, you live in the barrio, it's got to be dirty, right? right. Like... Um, and so these college kids who are bussed in for this festival. <laughs> this, this festival is. All end up going to volunteer. And because Kyle's dad is the president of the college, Kyle goes and so does Elaine. And that's where she actually, for the first time, really talks with people of that community, I feel right. like. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. though they go to high school together, even though there's been this festival for years, I'm guessing like she has never really deigned to integrate herself with them, even though she's half that. This is so awkward for me to talk about. So. No, I understand. Okay, thank you. That's what I think I said in my review. This is an awkward book. And this is no, it isn't. It is an awkward book. Like, um, so. You can't say anything anymore, it seems like. <laughs> That's not what I mean. That's, no, that, no, because... <laughs> I can't even say anything anymore. No, it, it's because we don't know how to talk about how this book is doing these things badly. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Um, so I'm trying to scan through here and but see. But you can't make jokes anymore, is what I'm trying, is what I'm <laughs> oh, trying okay. to say. You can't joke about anything. So I can't, I can't just say horribly racist and uh, <laughs> sexist things anymore without Jessica looking at me and uh, shaking her Jessica head. Jessica will go tut tut. <laughs> tut tut. <laughs> I can't deal with that. And that's the worst thing that will happen. Yeah. <laughs> She'll cluck her tongue right. at me. <laughs> exactly. Don't ask me, I'm just a girl. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look through these real quick. One of my favorite lines in the whole book was when she and Kyle go back to the barrio again. God, I hate saying that. Um, and Kyle asks e- Emily to be his girl, and she agrees. And then she says, and she narrates, we jump on our bikes full of bananas and love and go to the barrio. <laughs> that is not a good way to say anything. I mean, but that's sweet. Just chock- got, got some snacks, got some bananas. Chock full of bananas and love. <laughs> Yeah. Full to bursting. So the whole thing with Scurvy Dog and the mother and the father was she was the social worker for that community, I'm guessing, and knew of Scurvy Dog's innocence. And then after he, even though she was married to the guy who prosecuted him, and after his death, they divorced. And that's what caused the rift. So there's that. For simply locking up an innocent man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, skipping ahead to Elaine, um, one of the creepiest things, I've said this before, was her relationship with Dean, the college boy. Yeah. And when they first Dean meet- Hampton. <laughs> a very funny, like, uh, old money name. <laughs> they all do. Like, there's a guy named Broderick. <laughs> Broderick. Anyway. Um, Thurston? Are there any Thurstons? No Thurstons. <laughs> it's surprising there's no Thurstons. There's a scurvy dog. Well. No Thurstons, though. Um, so... When she meets Dean, he hands her her hair comb that fell out of her hair, and that's how they meet. And he, this is this is how she describes their interaction. She says, he is doing a slow scan of my face. He seems to be enjoying himself. His eyes do a job on my nose, then my cheeks, now down to my neck, back up. I have the feeling he thinks I would taste good. 
What, what is fuck? going on here? What is that? I don't know. It's That's... the weirdest thing. Speaking of Thurston. Mm. <laughs> good one. Good one. No, not good. Okay. She, does she have some sort of like, is she some sort of empath? Or, I don't or know. What are we supposed to believe about? I don't know anything about these stupid kids. So um, there's a cloggy <laughs> event downtown. Fuck these kids. There's a cloggy event downtown in Elaine. There's a clogging event downtown. It's just Elaine, a funny uh, like, sentence. Uh, yeah. Here's another thing that gets me. Elaine decides to go. Everyone thinks she's Emily. They make her dance a routine on stage. <laughs> How does she know this fucking routine? I'm, I'm very angry about this because not only does she nail... This routine that I'm guessing they've been working on since the last festival. This is why we needed our clogging expert. But Adam on, yeah. on I'm like, are show. there only like three clogging routines? And she's like, oh, they're doing the. I, I think the, it's one of the things where you're like looking at the, the person next to you. Dance and, routine. I yeah. don't know. Is it like a twin thing where one's consciousness can be uploaded? Yeah, maybe. Absolutely. Maybe. I mean, that's they're linked. That's not that. what the book doesn't imply at times. That not only does she nail the routine, she has a fucking solo that brings the house down <laughs> at this clocking event. This book sucks. <laughs> So later on, Emily is more confrontational and she, or not Emily, sorry, Elaine. Oh, why can't people, people, if you have twins, do us a service and just name them different things. Put them in different clothes, uh, uh, give them different names. You know, at least not names that are that close. Like my mom loved Ikka's. And when she was pregnant with Monica, that was Monica. And when she was pregnant with me, she was like, I want another Ikka. It's either going to be Erica or Veronica. I mean, if the suffix is the same, that's fine. Yeah, prefix it's, is too because hard. I yeah. If you had said Monica and Jessica to me, it would not register in my head as right. being the same. Thing. But Elaine and Emily, that's basically the same. They got E's at the beginning. What are we doing? It's a theme. Anyway, so it's, it's like that's what my parents were doing. J J J. Um, one of the things that she does do is she confronts the father and takes Raul with her after... There's also a weird thing where she has a party, Elaine, at Emily's house. When the family is out, she throws a party. Do you remember who the housekeeper is for the family? The mother. It is Raul, a.k.a. Scurvy Dog's mom. Yeah. And it has to say, you know that uh, your housekeeper is my mother. Yeah. Right, like... And she's like, oh, no. So she has that big, this party where she invites Broderick, Michelle, Scurvy Dog, and Ilda, who is a girl she meets. The coolest Facebook invite group. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a big fight because Broderick tells Scurvy Dogs that his mom's sandwiches taste like dog biscuits. So they fight and everyone leaves. But she confronts her dad, Elaine does. And this is her dad thinking that she's Emily because he doesn't know yet. And she brings Raul with her and she finds out that her dad... After yeah. a lot of white man guilt because of, of Raul's father's unfortunate and avoidable death, he has not only hired his mother for regular employment, okay, but he's also playing for her secretarial courses that she's taking, and he has money set aside for Raul's college fund. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. I thought I would just finish that off. I guess everyone's just kind of quiet. Um, and also pays for the upkeep of his father's grave. I don't know. This is such a weird book. Um, and then they all swap places, and that's when Emily has already revealed to Evita that she is her other twin, and Elaine reveals to 
the judge and his wife that she is Elaine. She says, it's me, toilet. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, toilet? <laughs> wait, it's what, me, what, toilet. <laughs> are you there, toilet? It's me, Elaine. Oh, is what I'm, that, that's what I was trying to do. Okay, you got there. Good callback. Okay. Yeah. So she lays down the law and tells them that Emily, she'll be going to California back for a while, and she wants to finish high school there, and... Um, then they want to go to college together, and no one's going to jail. I don't think she says that, but she should have clarified just <laughs> right, in yeah. case. Um, and then they meet at the Halloween thing, and that's this book. Was there anything egregious that I overlooked that you wanted no, to add in? No, nothing. Uh, All the race stuff was really awkward for me, and this was awkward for me to talk about because it was awkwardly written and not very uh, well done. So forgive me. Someone was for- referred to as a half-Florida cracker at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> Nope. That's I think about that it. was probably Emily she does, talking about herself as yeah. a half Florida cracker. She said, "I'm hogged for attention." When she uh, pops off her T-shirt and people are looking at her at the pool. What? Um, yeah, that was Elaine. Well, Elaine. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Elaine also tells her 19 year old boyfriend she loves him. Oh, one thing that I thought was kind of dumb and kind of funny was that the father in their Halloween outfit was Pinocchio. <laughs> he's okay. a liar get it he's a liar mm, a, oh a lawyer like that movie liar liar mm-hmm. and also very funny stuff also he's very small and has to wear a kid's costume <laughs> so he's like mini oh, mike mini, I, was mini gonna, mike. I was gonna yeah. make a mini oh jeez. so that's it red hair all right. What do we think about it, Josh? Out of I, um, I would say so. What what, what episode number are we on? Twenty. What this is number twenty. We've done it. First five out of five for me. This book knocked out of the park. Uh, no, this is our worst book. It's uh, uh. You think it's the worst out of everything we've read? <sighs> I just did not like anything about this the entire time. As someone who is uh, predisposed to love reds. <laughs> Yeah, That's this true. had to have been a staggering disappointment. <laughs> like, it was. Like, Jessica showed it to me, and I feel like at this point, my friends stereotypically just accused me of uh, Look, lo- loving- Look, an affinity for persons with red he hair. He likes the uh, the uh, women with the, uh, the, the, the red. The red. <laughs> I love all women, but- uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hashtag all, all women are angels. I agree. Uh, but- Follow that Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's still up. No, did they take Tumblr down? I hope not. (laughs) But I, I should be someone who's just pretty supposed to love this book, and I'm giving this a big old one. Look, this book could have been so much better. It had twins. It had twins separated from from toddlerdom. Mm -hmm. It had. We could have had hijinks. Well, I guess there were. They weren't fun. Well, no, they, nothing about this book was fun. They, they were at a festival and no one had fun the whole time. <laughs> you should, everyone should be just. They should have been trying to make their parents fall back in love at the you festival. You should be laughing, rolling, the having only, fun, getting your parents together. Well, they're not going to get back together because one of I, them is remarried already. You, uh, you, what you do is you scare, <laughs> you scare the stepmom You away. have to scare her off. It's like, true. this is established. We know Apparently, this can be done. According series, to uh, Emily, she's fat and ugly, so. <sighs> Uh, who isn't though? What else is a quote she says about her? She's not my natural mother. Well, like, I think every child says that if someone's not their real mother. It's okay. I know, but she was like, should I, should I even put in an effort to get her to like me, to like her, or should I just give up and? But hate you know her? what? It's like they, she's been her mother for a while. 
Like, I think her dad remarried pretty quickly. No, yeah, I know. And but she's, she's not her, It's the equivalent of you're not my real dad. Yeah. You're not my natural mother. Just me yelling that Listen, at, my, Dwayne, at my own dad who is my natural Dwayne, you're not my real dad, Dwayne. <laughs> I hate you, Dwayne. We hate Dwayne. We hate Dwayne. He's not we a real hate dad. Dwayne. And your mom's like. Dwayne is ugly. Your Dwayne mom's is like, ugly. I'm not even marrying him. Why are you saying he's not my real dad? Go I'm back, just trying to get some free dinners. Go back to classic episode. Uh, Babysitter's, Babysitter's Club number Club. one. Yeah. Christy's great I think, idea. I think, I think the title is We Hate Dwayne. <laughs> oh my god! Look for uh, look for look for We Hate Dwayne t-shirts available in oh our uh, Redbubble store. What? This is what? The, Redbubble's the thing. Yeah, the sister shaming podcast. <laughs> I do want to. We hate Jessica Dwayne publicly shames. I will, I'll buy that. And doxes her sister. <laughs> oh my god, that's poor Dwayne's. Okay. Um, All Dwayne's are angels. So this book is over. I had a lot of high hopes for it because of the fact that it was twins and it had a weird divorce kidnapping plot. Uh, I have. It was awkwardly written. It was trying. I'll only give it props for a little bit of inclusivity with people of different races. It, it tried. It tr- more than other books. We've more read. than other books we've read. It did try, but. It's awkward to talk about because of the way it is written where you're not certain if the character like one of the characters seems to embrace her heritage and to be envious of her sister though who has a more privileged life and then the more privileged one seems to to want to embrace I don't it's a very I don't understand what's going on there, right. really. The way they talk about things and assert things. It's it, so strange. It just doesn't work. It's kind of schizophrenic. I don't know. And not like in a fun way. <laughs> in a fun, <laughs> the fun kind of I mean, I like messy books sometimes, but this just kind of. I mean, we both established, we both kind of like Bernie Snellis, despite what? not liking him personally. I like his early books yeah, in the yeah, 80s. Yeah. I see them and in maybe Glamorama and maybe Lunar Park and that's about I, it. Lunar Park. There's Lunar Park is still. They're a little more disturbing to me now. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And as someone who once uh, stepped down an open sewer grate after seeing Jessica Rabbit walking across the street because <laughs> because I was just so excited, it's uh, horrible that a red-haired book would not uh, make me love it. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I think I gave it two stars. I'm going to stick with that because at least she did try to include uh, communities of color that are overlooked in uh, YA fiction. And also, she did try to experiment with the writing, even though it wasn't good. I could not figure out the tone of the of the book. It's hard, I couldn't it's figure out the yeah. characters and what they were really feeling. Um, the, I don't know. It was It was a strange book. If you want a weird-ass book... She'll sell you her copy. I'll sell you my copy. Two dollars. <laughs> um, so, I guess before we move on, any uh, um, recommendations for anything that might be better than this book? Uh, if if you are a, a real uh, fan of twins, I would just say probably, I don't know, 160 different Sweet Valley High books. Probably. <laughs> Watch the yeah. Sweet Valley TV show. Probably. that. Probably. Watch the movie Twins starring Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. and Danny DeVito. Yeah. Watch The Parent Trap, the Nancy Myers one. Watch both of them. I Lindsay. love me some Haley Mills and Haley Mills. Two Watch Lindsay Freaky Lohans. Friday. I know this isn't a twin thing, but yeah, there but are there is red hair. That's and also Haley Mills hair. too. 
And it's also, I'm, I'm talking to the Lohan one. Oh, you're talking about, sorry. And it's also a great movie. Freaky Friday is also Much Mean Mills? Girls. Wasn't the first Freaky Friday with Haley Mills? I thought so. Haley Mills was like the, she was she like was the, the Disney, Lindsay Lohan but Disney but queen Lindsay of her Lohan generation. Is just like following in her footsteps every step of the At way. At least Haley yeah. Mills, we need a Say by the Bell reboot, not to come back to Say by the Bell, but we need it with her as the teacher. With Lindsay Lohan as Mrs. Bliss. <laughs> Yes. Why? Why her? Haley Mills. Because oh, Haley right, Mills right, right, was right, right, on. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. Oh, my can... gosh. Okay, Blake. chill Blake out, isn't chill a out. real <sighs> bellhead. I know. It's been a he's really a bell long end, time. But he's a bellhead, but he's not a bellhead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Brits will love this one. <laughs> so, before we move on, I'm, yeah, I'm going to stick with my recommendation of Twins starring Arnold Schwarzenegger no, yeah. and Danny DeVito. Classic. Uh, was it Ivan Reitman? I don't know who made that movie. I yes, that's <laughs> I'm no, gonna say that's one that's amazing. correct. I would recommend the uh, the Instagram of Danny DeVito with Noam Chomsky, and you just title it Twins Twenty Twenty <laughs> or whatever year it was. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah. The, whatever he posted the other day because they look great together. It's good. I always yeah. label it Junior Nineteen Ninety Four <laughs> or whatever the hell. It, I saw that in the theater with my mom. Okay, so, so what's weird. our next book? Okay. Do you want to do it? I'll let you. Do, oh, do you mean to do it because it's Lady Day? Yes, that's what uh, I yeah. call. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I call International Women's Day. I call lady it Lady Day. Day. You do all the. Work. I also like Billie Holiday, who is also Lady Day. If anyone, okay, she's called that. No. Oh, I, mm. anyone? I haven't I heard that. Don't know enough. Oh my god! You don't need. To. I know who she is. No, I know. <laughs> okay, I know you know who she is because I heard the sample in the Kanye song. <laughs> you just. Hold on. Killing our momentum okay, here. Yeah. You're murdering us. No, you can edit this out. Blake, Jesus, you're an editor. You're making more work for me. For uh, no reason. Uh, oh, my uh, God. Uh, your job uh, is uh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> His job is so hard. Oh and yes, her nickname was Lady Day. I had to double check because you guys. Men we are, didn't. No, we did not question it. We just didn't know. No, men seriously. make me doubt myself. I would never make you doubt yourself because I don't care about that fact. Our next book. (laughs) Jessica got the middle finger in the air. I don't care about Billie Holiday trivia is what I'm saying. So I would never, I never doubt. This is where, uh, uh, we will lose trivia questions in the future is when one of us are like, I don't know, Jessica, I don't believe you're holiday. I don't believe women. (laughs) (laughs) At least not when it comes to music. No, uh, every okay. time we've ever gone to trivia, the only reason we win is because Jessica Blake Jessica's knows been... so much about music. Yeah, and it's mostly her. Oh, that's not true. Okay, so coming up Let me next talk about episode. The Let me. I know a lot about the Beatles. What do you want? Right. Never mind. I'm kidding. I'm doing. He's going to make the George Harrison joke when I missed the question, and I was like, Blake's going to kill me because I missed the George Harrison question. Oh, what was the question? Uh... Who wrote? Was it like who wrote? Uh, was, Here who comes wrote... the sun. Was it who wrote Here Comes the Sun? Oh, shit, probably. If you get that wrong, shame on (laughs) you. That's basically what you said, but also none of us had a guess. We were like, ridiculous. Lennon McCartney, Lennon McCartney. I was like, three. three We were like, "Uh, I hate to be the feminist here, but it's it's Pete Best that wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, feminist? What what does that even have to do with it? Doesn't make any sense, but. But seriously, guys. It was actually, you guys don't know, it was actually really a Buddy Holly song that they covered and made more popular. No, it wasn't. Okay, why can't you just stick with that story that I just made up? <laughs> I mean, for their early work, sure, sure. <laughs> or or a chubby checker. Okay, okay. Okay, so, we're, we're talking about the next book. Next, I'm, we're doing, we're doing, I'm doing a Chucky, chubby, also, chubby checker dance. Chubby checker. He's doing, uh, he's the, doing twist. the twist. I'm doing the twist over here. <laughs> 
sorry. Chubby Checker. I was thinking of the Fear Street book we did, the New Year's party, where the kids were all dancing to the twist, and you were like, I would rather this book have been about these kids being forced to twist all night. It would have been great. I would, I would, <laughs> like until they die. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway. fact, Chubby Checker popularized, did not invent the twist. Who invented it? Probably Chuck Berry or something. Okay. Or some better artist. That's why these two are so good at trivia. Come on, baby. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So our next book is Daughters of Eve by Lois Duncan. You might know her as the author of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Really? The, wait, you might know a- that as Freddie Prince Jr. and a movie you watched. In uh, 1997 or 8. That was a book first? Yes. Yep. Okay. Jesus. Oh, my God. Do you think Hollywood is smart enough to come up with original material? Not everything is based on a book. <laughs> um, like probably eighty percent is not horror films generally. Uh, well, now everything's based on the comic book. That's true. <laughs> true. They're also remaking. Yeah, That's yeah. true too. Even TV shows are now based on yeah, comic. Yeah, as books. someone who's Netflixing a lot of things lately. Uh, so it's all comics. So uh, Daughters of Eve by Lois Duncan. Let me just give you a little bit from the back of the book. Sworn to secrecy, bound by loyalty, shattered by hate. The high school's most exclusive club has adopted a shocking agenda of secrets and violence. Who is safe from the lies? Who will be their first victim? I bet no one is safe from the lies. I bet that's the answer. On the front, there's there's like a hot witchy looking girl and it says, they share everything. She's got a barcode over her head on her right. version of the book, which just ruins the there's, effect for me. Her face right it's like there. the library. Okay. Uh, Blake, can you name the four leads from the first? I know what you did last summer. I never saw it. I bet I could. I bet uh, you can. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh huh. Mm, yes. Freddie Prinze. Mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, oh can God. I guess wait, the other wait. one? Rachel Lee Cook? No. No. Was it oh, my God. Who... Wait, was it? It's not Ryan Phillippe. Get him out of here. <laughs> Front to you. Uh, I think that's. What? Right. Is it Maybe. Ryan Phillippe? You're thinking Cruel Intentions right now. No, but he oh, was in other right. teen movies. Uh, well, I also wanted to ask the second movie, if you can do that. Okay, so it would be um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, because she lived. Yep. Brandy. So, I mean, uh, Brand. Sorry, spoilers for I Know What You Did Last Summer, the oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. Brandy. Mm-hmm. I saw this in the theater. I know Jack Black was in it. What? Yep. Uh-huh. Um, shit. Why? Don't don't pull out your phone. I'm not. I'm trying to look at Brian Phillippe just to see if he was in the first I'm, one. That's what I'm pulling up because I'm the quiz master here. <laughs> it is him. I can see him in the poster. Okay. Okay, but part two, uh, did Freddie Prinze make it? I'm trying to remember. He died in the first ten minutes. No, no he didn't. you got it when you have an absolute legend. Like No, Freddie. they only had him for a day though. Okay, well, no, he is, made it, so Is he wrong. in the second one? Yes. Okay, so Freddie Prinze, Brandy, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and... Oh, um, the hot guy. Can I wrap the first lyric and maybe you can fi- finish it? It's not uh, It's not Usher. No. Uh, he, uh, was he in... No, he, he was, was in, in a horror he, movie he in was, that era, right? But he was in... Uh, I'm thinking of um, She's All That. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on, okay. Eminem says... There ain't no movie. There's no. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah. How? Oh, come on. Hey, we're going to Eight Mile with. Yep. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Future. There's no movie. There's no. Oh my god! Why can't I think of the lyric? <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's son. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> What's his name though? Mackay Pfeiffer. There yes. Go. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. I said the hot guy. No, you were not it. wrong. It is the hot guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> hotter than that wiener Freddie Prinze. Yeah, right? no, it's crazy that was Matthew Lillard not in either of those. No, it so seems like it I seems think he like... was making that space movie. Oh yeah, space movie. I, I think there was I some saw like that. there was I some like that piece of shit space or air oh, force Lost in movie space. or something. Was he in Lost no. in Space? No, there's like was, an Air uh, Force movie. They were it like was based pilots. on a video game. It was um, it was Star Fox. He played the fox. Yeah, he was the sexy <laughs> no, I'm fox. <laughs> The other day I was scrolling through the like Super Nintendo virtual console games on the mm-hmm. on the Switch and Jessica saw the Star Fox artwork and was like, mm, that fox is hot. <laughs> like, okay, look, fu- you're a furry now? I stand by it. That fox is pretty sexy. So um Let me tell you about a Stay uh, tuned for our next episode where I'll tell you what other video game characters I think are sexy. Are any of them plumbers? I don't know. <laughs> Um, there might be some, a certain blue hedgehog that Jessica's quite into right now. Like those human teeth, though. Only if you got the right. human yeah, teeth. Yeah, you have to. You have he to. needs fingernails, or I can't get off. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Um, I want to thank Blake. Yeah, please, make it be over. I want to thank... He was in the screams. That's what was messing me up. Because scream... Oh, yeah. Well, of we course. knew that. Okay. But only the first Scooby, one. Scooby-Doo. And two. Scooby-Doo with Prince and Sarah Michelle. Uh-huh. All these movies around this time had all the same fucking young people. Yes, actors. that's the thing. How it's, boring was no, that? No, it's this era is the same way. Every, Wing Commander. Wing Commander. Oh, Wing yeah. That was the that was the that's such movie. a weird pull. Just for you to know. That was the computer game movie, and that was back when I would go to see any movie that had CGI effects in it. But I saw that and spaceships and stuff. I okay. would I seriously would. I worked in a movie theater and had to wear like little buttons with oh, Wing Commander on it, and I guarantee you that I had that and don't remember it. I just want to point out though that Blake just pointed out how boring that era was because all the young adult like actors were the same for all the movies. Okay, it's the same way now. Every person who was on Stranger Things is now in It and is now in like I'm not okay with The Lodge and is now in um, Okay, I don't feel comfortable talking about kids that young. Like, well, I know they were adults, and these are actual teenagers playing teenagers, because right. now they do that. Now, Back then, now, they were like, that 30-year-old looks like she could play 16. Who, who are the, the the boys in the, uh, to all the boys I loved before movie? I do not know the difference between any of these guys. Oh, the boys in it? Yes. One's, in the first one. One's There's, name is like Noah Centrino. Yes, and he's in every Netflix movie. He's in every Netflix movie, and he was also in uh, I get that boys, he's cute. I'm not. Boys 2. Yeah. I don't know who the other guy is. The other guy, but they look so similar. One. They do. But I think your comment, your letterbox review was about two guys in black hoodies yelling at each other that looked exactly Yes, the yeah, in the first <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, this is way too long. Yes, um, uh, we're sorry. Uh, listen to us next up. Uh, Daughters of Eve, Jessica's list of hottest uh, Nintendo video game characters coming up. There's no movie. There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Classic. See you next time. <laughs> Horse Girls. Yeah.